0: Hello everyone, this is Marlo from the CoinHunt World Wiki. I had the chance to talk to CoinHunt World content platform manager Rene VDB about the game and especially the trivia part. The plan was to have a short Q&A section in the next newsletter, but Rene and I talked for 50 minutes and so we decided afterwards to make the uncut conversation public for anyone yeah. that is interested. She explains in detail what it takes to create the trivia and what the plans are for the future. Let's get started. So I don't know how much time you have and how much you'll go on a tangent here, but um what do I have? Like probably 12 questions here. Okay. Um let's just see how it goes. Like how much time do you have? You have like
1: Well, I put in my schedule 20 minutes. So um okay. I, I really did think it was just gonna be like, okay, like what are some of the questions? Let's just uh like to answer that. So I was still, I guess, prepared to write questions, but let's just get
0: into it and see how it goes. Yeah. A lot of them are fairly quick. Um, So yeah, the first one is like, you know, you're doing the trivia for Coinant World. Um, Are you doing it alone or do you have like a, a team or like do you outsource some of that? Because I know at the beginning, you probably bought, you guys probably bought a data, a trivia database to start off. You know and the quality wasn't as good as it is now so i can clearly see how much better the trivia got over time
1: okay yes so to answer your questions yes we definitely have a team of people um it is not just me i know oftentimes i'll, I'll pop into the discord i tend to just lurk just to kind of see what you know the conversations are but um it is not just me um basically what we do is um, well, let me just explain the process. So yes, when we first started and we were, we were bootstrapping the project, what we did was we used a trivia database um, company that provides a lot of trivia. To be honest, it was great to get started, um, but I am, <laughs> uh, there's a lot of questions in there. I'll give you a couple of examples. Like pelicans have long butt, that question just irks me every single time I see it because it's such a, I feel like this is a poorly constructed question. There's numerous ones, like um, what did dinosaurs not eat? Those type of questions, I can assure you, I did not write them. They did not come from my team. Um, and so that was. those are just a couple examples of trivia that were provided to us. Uh, they're actually a UK space company. So a lot of the questions at the beginning were like heavily focused on the UK um, and so that was something that you know it was just part of it. Where we're at right now is we kind of moved into our trivia 2.0, and in the 2.0, what we're actually doing is we're building a framework for each category and building out content. So in the beginning, um, it was just like a large data set that was provided; it was pretty unstructured. The content that we're working on now, uh, usually it starts where uh, I also work with another person to do a brainstorming. I pretty much lead that brainstorming in terms of what are the types of questions. So basically what I do is when we work on a new category, we put a new hat on. And what I try to think about is somebody who really appreciates that category, what type of content are they interested in? uh, What are the depths of the questions? Uh, My academic background is in biological science. So anything around science, chemistry, biology, physics, Those things, like, I wear a totally different hat because I have a different appreciation than somebody who maybe was, like, an art history major. But, for example, we're putting art, doing art, I have to totally wear the hat of somebody who's highly interested in art. What are the type of um, questions that they would be interested in? So that way, despite the category, um, we see a good representation. The content that we're rolling out, we're rolling it out in phases so right now with our 2.0 and we're revamping the content the first questions we'll ask is um, what are good types of questions what are questions that people would find interested interesting who are interested in that category Uh, how many questions should we deliver Um, what are good sources to gather the information so for example if it's art Um, And this is like, I'll I'll give you guys a big hint. Like if you guys wanna figure this out, this is a really good hint. Um, Basically, if you're gonna look at art and you're gonna say, okay, how do I know the name of this painting? Or how do I know who painted this painting? Essentially, and this is a full giveaway, okay? All you need to do is look at the most, um, look at the most, I guess, I can't use the word interesting but what do people consider the most significant works of art? Like the 100 of those, who painted them? Like if it's paintings, for example, who painted yeah. them? Who were the painters? When were they painted? What was their art style? I've literally learned so much. I remember doing the art, I felt like after a week, I felt like I was an art aficionado. I'm like, oh. <laughs> I was so deep into it, it was crazy. Um, So, yeah, so like you just kind of want to put that hat on. So obviously, if you want to do that level of research and any of the questions for blue and green, you would know all the answers to. So that's the first phase. That's kind of the conceptual phase. And then the next phase is the production phase. So once we know what types of questions, how many we need to deliver, um, where are the good sources for that information, then I deliver it to Actually, our live ops team. So when they're not doing user about approval, they're actually delivering content based upon like all the sources that we provide for them. So their job is just to start producing questions, questions, questions. And then once that's complete, it goes then to an editor. So the editor does the first pass where they make sure all the grammar, uh, character count, spelling, all of that is cleaned up. And then basically, i it goes to me. And I sign off on that. I basically do proofreading. I do some spot checking, and um, once it hits a certain uh, level, then I sign off on that, and then it goes to it goes uh, to be inserted into the game. So that's pretty much the way content is created right now.
0: Yeah. Wow. We, yeah. You, you guys are setting that up very well. Like I said, like I knew. Um, from previous experience, that it's easier to, to get started to just buy a database, but a lot of times the quality is not is not as good. And you know, like you said, you have some questions that kind of bug you, but there were also there were some questions that um, that sometimes are just wrong. You know, like obviously the the quality, like the the quality wasn't there as much as it is now because now that the new questions are all like really nicely written and they're all correct. You know, I don't see a lot of people complaining about the wrong. And it's also like you learn a lot more. I think the questions are just better to actually learn new stuff. You know? Yeah. And well, essentially- like how do you like for the blue, for the blue, do you, do you try to get questions that people like can solve? Let's say like most of the time, or do you try to get people to to learn new stuff that they never heard before? Because a lot of, I mean, I I don't use I don't use the art category. I use the like others that I just that I'm stronger in. But yeah, I don't know.
1: Like, yeah. So essentially, um, I would I would put it like this. My goal is to have it so that way the blue questions at least sixty percent of the people on their first try can get it correct. Now. Obviously, that's a metric that we can only see after it's in production. So there are some categories that when they were released, I may have felt, for example, food and drink. Okay, this is really great. I happen to be a foodie personally. So I love food. I love food from so many different cultures. And that's, uh, I'm very comfortable with that. And so I may have um, overestimated the ease of those questions. Also, sometimes when we're creating them, once we see them in production, like when the context may be removed, or for example, like the recipes, I can see how it's a little bit more difficult. So we aim to make it so the majority of people can get it right on the first try. That's the goal. And then um, once it gets harder, obviously the level of difficulty and actually the construction of the question has to change, the harder the questions get. As you know, in the beginning, a lot of one of the unexpected things where people were Googling the answers and the game, you know, obviously we want to make it a fun trivia game. We don't want to make it a um, who can Google the fastest game. And so that was you know, we definitely had to pivot. And so uh, I can't. Oh gosh, off the top of my head, it's hard for me to think if I if I knew this, I could give you some perfect examples. But. If we ask the question a certain way, that way may be very simple and easy to Google. We can ask the same question, but slightly different. That makes it more difficult to Google. The thing mm-hmm. is, it's not, yeah. It's not. we still want the same content of the question, but we want to make it more about the trivia and less about uh, just simply Googling. Obviously, Google's there to help. We don't want to try to stifle or hinder that. Um, so we oftentimes, when I send the framework out for writing the questions, um, that's Always take consideration um, because again, if if people if it's very simple to Google, then that also skews the questions too. Because as we see the data on the back end about um, you know which questions people can answer, what percentage correct they're getting, if it's simple to Google, that kind of skews uh, the data as
0: well. Yeah, I see that too, and you know a lot of people. I never Googled it. I never. Spent the time, I don't know what I don't. And if I'm in, I'll actually look it up after. I Google stuff after the fact. Mm -hmm. And there's some questions too that I literally got wrong 10 times in a row, you know. (laughs) And I got mad at myself because I always picked the wrong one. But but yeah, no, it's good. I mean, like an option is too, you know, with the questions when you have the the data that you could say the ones that fewer people can get right, those would be the green level. But I guess you pick you pick you you separate them already at the beginning, which one are blue and which ones are green?
1: Yes, we start with that um and then there's some question types we already know from the beginning we want to aim these to be more blue um but then as the con like so there's so the question of what is difficult difficult can be obscure, so meaning just many people don't know the answer difficult could be like there's many ways to gauge what is difficult um. And so we oftentimes want the blue questions to be brought knowledge. Um, yeah, gosh, I mean, God, I, uh, I have like almost a rubric, a rubric of examples. Yeah, I wish, like if I can give you the example right off the top of my head, uh, that would really illustrate. I
0: like think most people know, like everyone has questions like that, you know, like we kind of know like, <laughs> yeah, no, I know what you mean. But it's it actually, you had a good point about the Googling and stuff. So you obviously you guys didn't expect that so many people would google like while they have to solve it. What what do you think about that you know I started to track some of the trivia like fairly early on on the wiki just kind of like as a fun project and and um it's obviously impossible to to track it all alone, but now we have a few more people and the database got way bigger. Like what, what do you think about like, you don't, because I asked illusion Weaver about it, you know, because I didn't want to like, you know, do it if he's against it and he didn't seem to have a problem with it. Um, What do you think about that? Because a lot of people use it. I can see that a lot of people use that page to, to study their questions.
1: Yeah. um, So from how I feel about it is I don't, I don't have a problem um, with people uh, tracking the content. It's something that, I guess, for me, I look at it this way. That's not something we can really stop, nor would I want them to try to stop it. I feel overall, what my goal, just like me personally, I would like to see is, you know, that we can have more exposure to information people can learn in this game. So that's uh you know people are going to go there and practice and they get to learn something and that has a net benefit for them so i can't see how that's a bad thing i actually i've used it myself i've used a few resources to kind of test myself Uh, like okay uh because the funny thing is like i may like for the week that i'm really deeply engaged with that content let's say a particular category um, I, I, let's say I know 90% of the content, but that's because I'm that deeply engaged in it. I feel like I'm doing a, su- a super deep crash course. Um, but then after about four weeks, it slowly fades. And so when I come back and I test it, oh yeah, that is okay. Pablo Picasso didn't paint this under X, Y, and Z, you know, and this was his inspiration. So I don't know why I keep coming back to the art category. I think that was the most, um, the most knowledge I gained. Um, While working in these categories, but yeah, I I don't have a problem with people compiling our questions. My goal, ultimately, um, because knowledge is infinite, um, we're learning new things every day, is that our database continues to grow and expand.
0: Yeah, and it does a lot. There's there's a, and I like how you guys like um, add them slowly and not, you know, like I see once in a while there's a new there's new questions in it. I kind of like that too. Yeah, we're about, it to, makes it more were about to get a bunch of
1: new stuff coming in. I have a deadline for tomorrow. So <laughs> after this, I'm gonna get right back yeah. into it. But uh yeah, we definitely have more content. We actually have a lot of content. Um, but it has to, here's the thing though, it has to kind of be rolled like the category itself, when we release them, a new category, it needs to be rounded out. So if we have too many types of questions that are too similar, it's not good to release, let's say a hundred questions at a time. If, that it's it's not enough content that when you're actually getting it served up, it's uh, rounded out, if that makes any sense.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I like I like the, the event ones, too, you know, and I know that's a lot of effort for a very short amount of time. Like, you know, like you do the Christmas. I mean, you can reuse it every year, I guess. <laughs> yeah. thinking long term. But, but I mean, like, yeah, you add all those questions for Christmas or this, uh Chinese New Year. And it, it's it's really. I really like it, and I play. You know, I went out with my seven-year-old a few times, mm-hmm. and he obviously learned about it in school too. And he he knew the answer. He was all proud because he knew some answers that I didn't know, and you know. But that's awesome. <laughs> it, I love it, it's that. Just, it, it's a lot more it's a lot more engaging. And I, I kind of like that, you know? So those and I think well,
1: those are actually my favorite. Yeah. Those are seriously, the little short ones, because it's almost I feel like they're a departure from like, okay, let's say we're on a course. This is our this is our course, this is what we're working on. We know where we're going with this, right? But then the events are like little departures, like little things we could just kind of work on and those get turned around very quickly. Um, but then again, like for example, on the Thanksgiving one, I learned so much. I felt like I was right back in school again. And, you know, but then we have to trim some of those, some of the questions or if it's, you know, we, we definitely want it to represent, uh, maybe the history, maybe the modern, uh, cultural, um, understandings about the holidays, but then Christmas, I think I mentioned something about, um, like Christmas carols. Do you know, I ended up listening to Every single Christmas carol for the entire week I was working around that, I would have. I think they're called earworms. Where you keep hearing the song in your head. It was it was out of control. I'm like, this game. You know, it's I get to work with learning new things, but that's how like my knowledge is expanding at rate. That's. I hope I can. Uh, <laughs> I hope I can maintain this.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's yeah, it's it's very good. Um. Yeah, let's do a few a few quick ones, just so you know. Um, like, what what is your favorite? What is your favorite category that you actually use the most? Like, that like the most.
1: Okay, I'll say the easiest one for me is cryptocurrency, uh, and that's just simply yeah. because. Um, and actually, I want to add a lot more questions to that, but I feel that's the one that, outside of this game, I feel the deep deepest uh, knowledge about um like pretty broad there so i would say that's easiest um the most enjoyable i mean i really enjoy uh the science well okay not in its current form but i really enjoy science questions um i don't know i think I, it's kind of hard each one of them has something special for me <laughs> i
0: have some that i choose just- not do (laughs) okay
1: sports i don't like
0: i don't like i'm bad at it's funny you say art because i never use art and i never use books or cinema. So some people call it the ABC and I I agree Mm. with that. It's like, you know, art, books and cinema and I have the same issue with them too.
1: But it depends on the way through. I agree with you. Okay, so I agree with you. Um, Art, I would say was the least familiar with, but I guess I like it now because from this experience, it's expanded the most for me. So I feel like that's the most improved um, for books. Um, Really, I only read a lot in, like high school and college. I am not a big reader. I take in a lot of, information. well, I guess I read, but not in the form of like fiction and I'm not a huge reader. So I feel like I'm not that good in that category as well. Um, and I'm looking forward to the math category.
0: Are, are you actually doing a math? I see I, I, I like math, so I will be happy with that. You know, and a history would be nice too. But um oh my gosh, yeah, no, I read a lot too. But it's a lot of it's a lot of like English literature. So I, I, you know, I I didn't read a lot in English. I read most of the stuff in German. So and there's so many German authors, and you know, like there's too much. We I mean, never, I never really got into the English stuff before I moved here. So. Mm-hmm. so that's that's why it's a little bit difficult for me. But but you know, it's also good to learn about that stuff. So that's good.
1: Yeah, well, definitely. Um, so,
0: Actually, that was one of the questions. Like, what what you would like to add? So, you would say like ma- the math is probably coming? Are, are are you thinking about history as well?
1: Oh my goodness, we actually have our history category; it's complete. But for me, it's not co- okay. Yeah, that's that's we we actually have. Okay, so I'll explain that. Say we actually have a lot of content that's not in the game yet for one reason or another. One of those, for example, civics. I know, um, uh, cuckoo puffs. <laughs> Uh, really was pushing to have a civics category. And so we've completed that for the United States and for Canada. And also, I believe the UK is complete. Now, what we found was once it was complete, that's content that's very specific to a particular region. So for me, I don't want to release US civics questions inside of Canada. And right now, our database isn't, it's not uh, partitioned in the way that uh certain content will only be shown to canadians for example canadian physics um versus another region like the united states so that's content that we have ready to go but it's not implemented into the game
0: the other but that's planned i guess yes. that, because that's one of the questions someone had about localization especially let me just quickly scroll no. here uh and danton there was you know like he is uh, very involved in the spanish stuff uh-huh. and he was actually asking about like yeah do you are you planning to do the trivia in Spanish? Do you just translate it one to one that you have right now, or no, no, no. or do you actually have a localized set of questions? Yeah, or? so
1: that's a really great question, and that's actually a question that is currently a uh, area of fancy research, but um, it's being worked on. And that is localized content. And so the, the slogan that I've come up with is in order for us to really go global, we need to go local first. And that means more than just simply translation, especially one-to-one translation. It means it's context. It means um, what is the content, for example, if we have a question about music, right? The music that we might listen to in um, United States of Canada, even the UK, might be entirely different from content that's popular in Colombia, in Brazil. Um, and so what that really means, it means taking a uh, an approach where we have to really look at what are the most relevant uh, pop cultural influences in these different regions. I mean regions, but country specific. Who are the, you know, actually I already have an exercise that we've done and it was listing the, the biggest pop songs um, in Brazil, in the Philippines, in Canada, in Nigeria. The only one I knew was the one in the United States. These other reg- these other countries had huge, you know, everybody knew the, the music there. So if we were attempting to just simply translate what we have and then push that, for example, in the Philippines, our app would fall flat. So people, it would have, they'd have really no interest. And it's not to say they wouldn't know, you know, U.S. um, trivia or not U.S. but U.S. and Canadian or North American trivia. But our goal is really wherever we launch to see a huge success, really to think about that. So absolutely, it's localization to use more than just translation. It's more about the cultural context of the region that we're launching in. So that actually, since that got brought up, that's actually part of our Tribute 3.0. And so right now, the framework that we're building is simply a framework for where we're at right now, and then it's gonna be taken up a level for when we get into um, our international rollout.
0: Rather global rollout. And it's nice to see, it's nice to see how you guys are planning so much ahead. it, it's also more, it's it's more fun to, to, to solve trivia that actually like is a, like, you know, some people in the UK and you know for me too, as European, you know, it's always hard to see questions and there's a, um, there's a football, but it's, and then, yeah. but then they call it the soccer yeah. ball, you yeah. know, and it's like for, for, for North Americans, it's like, yeah, that's what it is. But the UK player, like Europeans, they roll their eyes, you know? Because the football is like the, the soccer ball. Yes. <laughs> and it's those little things And you can say that's just a little detail, but it, it obviously, there's other stuff. Like you said, with the music is a very good example. Two people listen to completely different music. Exactly. And I think that will help a lot with um, people having just more fun with solving the trivia. I, I completely agree. Because, like, one is, for example, the food and drinks. You know, like you said, I like the international ones. Yes. It's very fun to learn them. The ones that I have a hard time with as a Canadian is like the, the ones with the States. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. Because yes. I don't know what people in you like to eat. Like no. <laughs> chocolate
1: gravy. There's so many. I'm like, what in the world are these yeah. people eating? But um, yeah, it's it's yeah. definitely something. Um, so let me ask you, Marlo, are you you mentioned German. Are you originally from Germany or Austria?
0: No, I'm, I'm from so Switzerland. I was going to say It's actually funny. Then, yeah. there's, there's a few... <laughs> Yeah, there's a few questions I would say. It's actually funny. Like I get a little bit homesick every time I see them. There's one about the Toblerone because the the headquarters is there. Yeah. And then it's also one is the capital what's the capital city of Switzerland, which I think most people like I'm always impressed if someone actually knows that. But yeah. It's kinda of funny.
1: Yeah. Well definitely when we have some questions specific to Switzerland. then I will I will um come back to you, Marlov. And then <laughs>
0: Get your opinion on some of those questions. I really look forward to seeing, like, you know, like the game getting in other countries and then they having their own questions. And also, like, for me, like, when you travel, you know, if you actually, you know, like, looking long term, like, you go some in another country and you can actually play there. Now, that's that's another question, you know, would you have the local questions there or your own i mean that's that's something else you know.
1: yeah so that's really far out into the future from where we're at right now but I that know. is the vision um i can definitely tell you it helps illusion weaver's belgian and i'm american so um i, I oftentimes you know, i do have to think in the context of a more um like an international perspective so that's it's pretty easy for me yeah. um but yeah that is the goal is to make sure that each country, like when, if you're in that country and you're playing it, it'll feel just as engaging as it would um, for if you're a North American player, specifically um, American or from the US or Canada.
0: Yeah. Uh, there's actually one from um, uh, Will, like um, he, um, he, and that's, that's, that actually goes into one stuff you mentioned before. Um, are you guys? Pl- uh, Cuckoo Puffs mentioned before that at one point maybe players could actually submit questions. You know, well, <laughs> is, is that something you actually really uh, like? Try to do because I you know that that opens another can of worms. But it would obviously real. It would be really nice. Uh, so I don't know. Uh, like what? But so? since
1: you're asking me, I'll tell you my honest opinion about it, which is absolutely not. Um, but that not like that's a hundred percent a no. like that's a hard pass for me. And here's the reason why. It's not because I don't trust the content that players would submit. It's not a matter of, um, in fact, I think sourcing from the crowd is the best way to get um, content, you know, to bring in more than what we can create. But there's a big technical challenge there. And so the tech I can already tell you some of the technical challenges, just from being in the live team, when we first started, there was more than enough content that I did not want to see that I saw. (laughs) And you would think, you know, um, you know, but you don't really know, until I guess you're on the other side of it from using the app to being, you know, behind the scenes. And so that instantly already alerted me to the fact that when you allow people to upload, now that's not content that actually gets seen in the game, but that's content that's submitted. So if we allow players to simply upload trivia questions, we have to ask the question, who's going to edit those questions? Who's going to make sure, one, who's going to, proofread those questions, make sure the grammar is correct, make sure character count is correct. Well, I guess that can be automated. Who's going to make sure that the actual answer is correct? Who's going to make sure that it's not political, religious, offensive? And I don't mean that in a, um, like, a hypersensitive way. I just simply mean who's who's going to filter the questions that says, who's the best president? Uh, Trump, Obama... <laughs> <laughs>
0: any other one you know and then, and that's why i say it, it will, it's it's a very nice idea like on you know like on on paper but to actually implement it uh, it 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 creates a lot of it creates a lot of problems uh, well, i mean one one option could be to that people would vote you know like you would have a data like you would have all those quite even then like people would put garbage in just to be funny that's a problem well, in a perfect world it would work but well, You know it, yeah. People just put garbage in. Trust me,
1: I already see garbage. I already see garbage that comes in just when people title their UV names. Like we see the title of the UV name. That's not something that's public, but I'll just give you. Well, I don't want to. I don't want to put any particular player out there, um, but just super offensive statements about the area Uh, or about. I'm not surprised. Yeah, and then you're like, oh wow, okay.
0: I'm not surprised. it's because people talked about oh, it would be nice to see the title of the UV and I'm like, No, you don't because because people put garbage in it that you know Absolutely.
1: And so it, And it's
0: not it's not everyone, obviously, and it's a small percentage of players, but those are those are the ones who 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 exactly who make sure that we can never have stuff like that, you know. It would be exactly. nice. The you vast know, but majority yeah. you
1: see the vast majority of people and it's it's amazing to see what people like uh, the areas that they select, it's beautiful. I feel like I've seen so much of the United States, just some, um, seeing some of the useful selections that people put in, that's beautiful. Um, but then it becomes down to moderation, right? So if it yeah. becomes a majority of effort is spent on um, non-subjective types of questions, things that are very, or excuse me, non-objective. So their questions are subjective. If the questions are incorrect, the questions are about like their local business. Like, um, you know, we don't necessarily want trivia questions entering the database about, you know, somebody who wants to promote their business in the brand. So it just really opens it up. And then that's an entire another team that just simply has to moderate that. So then you have to weigh: is it worth the effort to crowdsource questions? And then also here's another question, what about repeat questions? You know, if 10 people submit questions, if Squid Game is really popular, we're talking about that and we get flooded by Squid Game related questions, you know, mm-hmm. which question goes in? Um, so it just becomes, I see that moderating that and filtering that because it's shared with the entire game. I just don't see how that's possible. Now I'm open to having my mind changed if there was um, a way in which it can actually be implemented. That's something I'm always open to. How can we make something work better? Quick,
0: quick, open. An option would be to have a small, like, you know, like I see that with the wiki team here now. There are some people who like to put a lot of effort in, in something, you know, and, um, and then you, you don't have the people who just are, are just doing silly stuff. You know what I mean? Like they take it very serious. Like if, for example, if I would say, hey, let's, let's create like 100,000 qu- trivia questions, we could probably do a lot of stuff just because the people who are here in that group they really want to help the game grow. And, you know, they, they take it serious too, you know, to a certain extent, you know. Right. But if you have it open, if you have it open to everyone, then, yeah, you get, you spend more time filtering the or exactly. That's a reason too why I, the wiki right now, obviously a normal wiki is open to everyone. Everyone can make edits. From the beginning, I, I had it locked just for me, just because I didn't want to deal with all, like, you know, like the garbage, you know. And then more people came in and I basically said, oh, I just make an account for them, but then I can control it better. Yeah. And I have to say, after all this time, I never had anyone who um, took it adv- like did something bad. You exactly, know what I mean? yeah. So it's really nice to see. but it's also a very self-selected group because I'm not looking for people. People come to me and they ask, hey, can I help, you know? And so those are already people who are, who like to help and, and it's it's a very self selected group.
1: I yeah, you know. I think that if there's a way in which the biggest challenge actually is more so verifying that what they say is the correct answer actually is the correct answer. There's a lot of time spent on that. And so oftentimes like I, I daily I check the Trivia Issues channel and um I welcome um, the edits and the corrections. That's what we need, you know, because we can only use utilize the sources that we have, but if there's anything that's incorrect, we welcome that. So if users are submitting, like if everybody has the option to simply submit, who's gonna be the person verifying and researching that what they say is the correct answer actually is the correct answer. I've actually thought about this extensively because I like the idea that people can bring forth um, questions, but I actually see it maybe done a little bit differently, which is what types of questions do we want to see? So if there's um, content that's very specific or obscure, that pe- but like there's a fan base for it, uh, the topics can be submitted, like we'd like to see more questions about X, Y or Z, and then we can begin writing trivia and we can make sure that's comprehensive and it hits all of our, our guidelines and our rubric that we you know need to put
0: that into the game. Yeah. Do you know how many questions you have right now in a database? Like, do you, have a, do you have a number?
1: We have so many. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have a specific number, different. but it's a lot. I, I have the master spreadsheet that I use. So once everything that's submitted from our team, once it's in, that way I can always have a reference and check if we need to go back or make any changes around that. So I, I track everything that's been submitted by our team once it's inside of the game. But even beyond that, we still have – the amount of questions that we have that are not implemented, like I mentioned, the history. And that's just simply because I still want the history to be more rounded out. Um, and I think that's just me being a little bit obsessive about it. Sometimes you have to release it. And you let people know. I mean, one thing, I'm a little bit more particular. No, let me not say that. I want things to be a certain way more. And sometimes it's better to release it and then come back. And then continue to augment and add and improve. So yeah, so we have a lot of questions, but no, I can't give you a specific number.
0: No, like yeah, like I say, like the, the quality is like is so is is amazing now. Um, and yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing a different categories. There's so much stuff. For it. That's the thing with you know with, every, with the whole game though. Like too, like you know, people always talk about what could be added and there's so much you can do. And it's just a matter of like, yeah, someone, someone has to make it work. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs>
0: and it's the same with the trivia. And every the trivia is a big part because I think, you know, a lot of people always concentrate on the crypto. Like people want to play the game because there's free crypto. But for me, not coming, I didn't really, I wasn't much involved in crypto before that game. For me, the, the draw is actually more the trivia that actually the trivia and the being able to build out stuff, on the real map, those yeah. two. Like I would literally play play the game without any making any money, you know. And I think, I think there's a lot of people who, who like either the free crypto, the trivia, or the, the building out the map part. And then the community too. Like once you actually play for a while, it really it really pulls you in because I think that the community is very much like for an online yeah. community. That, It's very mature. Well, that's
1: awesome. I mean, that means so much to hear that because that's really the goal. I mean, I can tell you, you know, we're all human beings, right? First, we all, you know, want to produce the very best work. We all recognize, you know, to get to this point, you're going to make mistakes and you're going to hopefully be able to improve and grow. And so to see the community sprout, like when it, I'll say the Discord community, right? When it first started, I'm talking about like, in the early early days just having one person come in it was like hi hello welcome we're nice we don't bite. come in chat <laughs> <laughs> and so i think because it was cultivated yeah. that way from the beginning uh, just trying to create a welcoming place it's it, it seemed to have built upon that and so now you know people come in to hang out to chat people make friends in this community so it's just been like a huge like i've been so happy to see that to see that happen i know the internet can be a very uh, treacherous and vulgar and cruel place at times, but you know, at the end, we're all human beings. Um, so it's awesome to see that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I I I, I guess my guess is, sort of my experience from other games that I played before, and I joined a lot of games in like alpha or beta um, stages the bigger the game gets, then the community changes, you know, there's, a, I guess there's not much you can do, but about that, but, but yeah, for now, and it's obviously very, like, we have a very, we have a very good uh, community right now. It's, it's really nice. Like, it's amazing to see. Like I had, when I started with the wiki, I did it all alone. And then Kevin kind of, convinced me to, to get more people involved. And I was like, who wants <laughs> to help? Like, you know, like who, <laughs> who wants to spend time doing that? And I like, See, I like to I like to make wiki pages. It's very it's very calming or like, I don't know. <laughs> That's awesome. That's weird. No, I get it. <laughs> but it's it's nice to actually document stuff and keep it up to date, you know what I mean? And I kinda miss it now that all like other people do it now. So and I'm and I'm more busy with other stuff, with more like, you know, other, the whole because the wiki team got so big. And I kind of miss it sometimes you know to in the evening to just do wiki pages it's, it's I, I really like it and I think a lot of other people who are here they like to do this kind of stuff uh,
1: absolutely so it's really
0: nice you have a really nice wiki yeah it's awesome
1: i I feel so, so yeah. fortunate and just blessed and yeah it's I, I mean it sincerely uh to see the community that's emerged up around this so yeah I can't see why we won't all of us you know just succeed at what we're doing because we're you know we're doing it love we're doing putting our passion into it, and we're really working hard to make it the best so
0: yeah, and you can see it, and it's amazing too, how much you guys are involved in it, you know like it this is also really nice to see like the the conversations we have, and obviously there's a lot of fun in the community with the with the beans,
1: oh like But it's part of it too, <laughs> you
0: know, I think we just kind of ache each other on, and it it's really nice to see that, you know, and all the speculation stuff, yeah yeah. Yeah, I think we're we're we're, um, we're a little bit over time, which I can't expect it. To feel bad. I'm sorry, but um, it, it's really nice to talk to you about that. Um, I always wanted to talk to you about the whole trivia because, like I said, I always felt the trivia was a big part of the game, and um, and when when you guys started to add, you know, the own trivia, like how much better it got, and I think I I I, I um I gave a shout out to you for a few times, um. Like in know, last few months about it, it's it's just amazing to see and how much how much better it is, and it it makes the game a lot better too. Oh, well,
1: obviously. thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, yeah, you know, our goal is to where we're at is just to keep keep it up and um keep adding content, keep making sure that it's relevant, it's interesting, it's engaging, it's accurate. Um, yeah, and then just you know we continue to grow together.
0: Yeah yeah that would be yeah it, it it there's a lot of stuff that can come like i'm I'm always looking forward to the, the new stuff that's coming out and how much the how much the game grows too. you know, sometimes I look back when i start I started in May last year, and it's like it's crazy how much the game grew in that time
1: yeah it's and, it's ever expanding even for me i'm I'm blown away too I, i'm I just try to keep up myself i i have I have far too little time to play the game um as much time as it's been thinking about it working on it um i really oftentimes feel like oh i want to go out and do a hunt myself so
0: so yeah i have more time now i um because at the beginning i spend all the, the late at night i spent time doing the wiki stuff and then i could i didn't basically i couldn't go out and play and now that other people do a lot of stuff, I actually, especially during events. Now, before, I always felt bad, and I tried to update all the stuff on the pages. And now there's more people involved, so I, you can actually go out, too, and play. And it's obviously the, the game got a lot deeper, too, you now with all those events and just, like, all this, the resources and everything. Like, there's just so much more stuff, now the auction house and it like yeah. I just... um. I just actually have only only a few on like questions that are still open and not much to do with yeah. Well, one is with about trivia. The other stuff doesn't have anything to do with trivia. Um, one for me because I have younger kids. i you know I understand that the game right now is I think it's officially it's 16 and older, and to get the, the basically crypto, you have to be 18, I guess, for uphold. Um, is there ever a plan, or what do you think about like? have it open, like, I see how my seven-year-old likes to answer the questions, that it, but then most of them are obviously adult questions. Like, I always think, like, it would be amazing to have, like, trivia for kids, but, like, I, don't, I understand, it's obviously not, probably not on the roadmap right now, but, like, what do you think, like, down the line in the future? Is that something that's possible, or do you think it's not possible because of the age? Well,
1: I, I don't think the game is going to be targeting um, children. So are, are people under sixteen? Um, so I I don't see that on yeah. the horizon. Um, I can't say never. Um, I just I don't think that's where um, Coin Hunt World is. Uh, that's not really our target. Yeah.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. I understand that too.
1: Yeah, but like yeah. I said, never, never, um, never that. Is... That that wouldn't necessarily be my uh,
0: yeah.
1: uh, decision on whether that would happen or not.
0: Yeah, I think for now, it, it's always, it, it targets more adults because of the whole crypto and everything and, you know, like, yeah, it's maybe something like, like years, years down the line or whatever. And I, I know some, some people, they play with their kids. I see there's just, um, the Twitter, you know, pictures and stuff, you know, now they're probably not seven year old. They're like a little bit older and, you know, but yeah. Um, the other one is, um, oh yeah, Vegas, Vegas convention. <laughs> <laughs> I have to ask that. Um, is, that I guess, is that something like, you, you know, it, it always comes up a little bit. And, you know, I know um, Bill is, like, mentioning it a few times, but he also has a lot of fun with just throwing stuff yeah. around. Is that something you guys actually that is a consider?
1: question. Is that, that is actually something you guys... Come... That's a question, Marlov? I would love to know
0: the answer. <laughs> <laughs> I, would <laughs> I, know. Know th- I would love so to know the, the answer. The- The yeah, question. yeah, and saying so, yeah, I would love to know the answer. I think it's
1: something that is, uh, was mentioned. I don't know if it's finalized. So what my, my point is I'm saying I don't know the answer, but I really would love personally to know if that's finalized. So I, I don't have the answer yeah, to that one.
0: Yeah. Uh... I could say, I I, I actually, honestly, I look forward to some meetups, some bigger meetups. I just know right now with the whole COVID stuff, it's kind of difficult. And I feel bad, you know, even my my local group, it would be nice to to meet, you know, more and and do stuff together. It's just kind of difficult right now with them. And then the whole traveling with the U.S. and then where, where, where do you go and all that. But I, I know that obviously a lot of people would love to have something exactly. like that.
1: Exactly. I, I think it would be amazing. I think for people to be able to meet in person and just to have the whole the whole event is exciting. And um, I think that the COVID uncertainty, like even if personally people are fine taking the calculated risk, that's fine. But then, you know, there's the responsibility to host an event in the COVID era is a concern. Um, I don't know if that is the limiting like that is the sole concern, um, but I just, I don't have an answer on that about whether it's going to happen. But I do agree that it would be a lot of fun.
0: Yeah. Well, I think I hopefully like, you know, in the summer, you know, when the numbers go down and stuff like, and it's also easy to do stuff outside, especially here in Canada. Like I know why for me personally, I, I would love to organize some stuff in the spring or summer around, you know, here in my local group. Because I know like people love to talk about coin on world, and the people who play that a lot of times they don't have anyone else that plays you know where it's hard to hard to talk about this stuff um I went out with the uh, it guy before, and it's just like non- <laughs> it's nonstop talking about the game you know I think you just we could just talk the whole day about this stuff there's yeah, so much definitely
1: to it. there's something special yeah.
0: so a, a whole meeting <laughs> with yeah, a meeting would be crazy. It would be also nice to meet all the people, too, you know. Definitely. Yeah.
1: Okay, Marlov, I'm going to have to wrap up. Um, yeah, yeah. any other questions
0: you have? I know, yeah. No, I think that's that's most of it that I, that I had. And, yeah, thank you very much for taking the time and, like, answering that, like, detail, too. It will take me a while to go through all that and write it down. Okay,
1: well, hopefully <laughs> it's useful. Hopefully.
0: But, yeah. Yeah, no, thank you very much. It was very nice. And, you know, I actually just realized, too, like, today, um, that's actually the first time, like, someone from Coinant World is doing some sort of an interview or, like, a, more in like, a behind-the-scenes, like, you know, informa- um, sharing information. So it's really nice for you to take yeah, the time. I, I saw, like I saw I, said, I um
1: Discord. Uh, I think it was um, a tea guy. Or I said, hey, why don't you ask Renee? And I was like, yeah, nobody's asked me. So... Here I am. You asked me, Marlov.
0: So there you go. I know. I think they're all over the yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But that would be great too with IT guy. You know, he he's very good with the podcast. I don't know if you listen to any of the stuff. Like I really got into listening to all those podcasts now while I'm out. And they're all like, you know, they're very well structured and like, you know, I'm not doing like, that that's why I wanted to send you the questions, you know, in a written forum. I like to sit down write it, you know, like take my time and, you know, write it down properly and then get the answers I back.
1: I, I but uh,
0: actually I'm happy you say... You offered... I was going
1: to say hmm? I feel that the conversation is more, um, it's better. Like you have more of the human connection when you're speaking. Um, so I, I like this format oh, yeah. a little
0: bit more. Yeah, I'm very shy, you know, like it's very hard for me to to talk to people <laughs> But I, I opened open up quite a bit now. With we have like more like voice voice meetings and stuff now too with the wiki, and um, an IT guy actually had me on the, on his podcast too. But fairly early on, I was one of the early ones. So yeah, it's all the new stuff now, I guess.
1: Yeah, I try to <laughs> tune in to everyone. I, I see the people. Yeah. I see Crashman, yeah. Anakura. I speak nerd, Ziggy G. I don't know Ziggy G. Bearded and something. June and someone else in here, but I try to pop in and support and listen and as much as I can. So pretty much in my downtime, I'm still wrapped into CoinHunt world. So I try to definitely support and keep up to date with everything as well.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, the content creators are really great. It's amazing to see how, like when I started, I think it was only Blockboy who did, who did it. And I remember there were like two or three people in there. And I think Half of them were like you and and you know illusion of in a bill you know and I was in there and they were like somewhat like you know, like early players and um, and now there's so many there's so many you know and there's so many di- different too like everyone kind of has their own little um, um, approach you know how to like show show off like on tour it's exactly. really nice to see yeah, yeah okay. Thank you very much, Rene, for, for all the OK, pain. thank you
1: for the interview. I, I hope it Hopefully all turned you. out well. And um, yeah, I guess I will tune in to the, to the newsletter and see how this um, how everything worked out. OK, yeah, have a
0: good Thank you day. very much. Thanks. Bye-bye. Have a nice day. Bye.